Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we dive into Foragers, Farmers, and Fossil Fuels, an insightful exploration of the profound impact that energy sources have on shaping human values and social structures. Authored by renowned archaeologist and historian Ian Morris, this book elucidates the intriguing idea that the moral fabric of societies can be traced back to the ways in which they harness energy, from the hunter-gatherers to the agriculturalists and into our current fossil fuel-dependent era, Morris uses a variety of disciplines to illustrate how energy has historically steered the evolution of cultural norms and ethical considerations. A respected figure in academia, Morris is the co-founder of the Stanford Archaeology Center and has been recognized for his influential works, including Why the West Rules for Now, which earned the 2011 Penn Center USA Literary Award for Creative Nonfiction. His expertise and intellectual rigor are evident in Foragers, Farmers, and Fossil Fuels, as he takes his readers on a journey through the annals of human civilization, making complex ideas accessible and engaging. This book is a stimulating read for history and philosophy, buffs intrigued by the underpinnings of cultural variants. It also provides valuable insights for futurists keen on understanding potential shifts in values and ethics in the face of changing energy paradigms. Moreover, anyone with a curiosity about the mechanics of moral systems will find Foragers, Farmers, and Fossil Fuels a revealing and thought-provoking work. Join us as we unpack the themes that challenge long-standing anthropological views and offer a fresh perspective on why different societies hold particular values dear. Foragers, Farmers, and Fossil Fuels. How Human Values Evolve. Introduction. Navigating the Landscape of Moral Values. The Energy Connection. Have you ever considered what fuels our ethics and morals? We're not just talking about metaphorical inspiration, but the actual physical energies that power the societies we live in. Peel back the layers of religion, philosophy, and culture, and you'll find a more primal force at work, the way we capture and utilize energy. As we venture through the historical tapestry of humankind, you'll discover that from ancient forests to coal mines, how we harness energy has profoundly influenced our notions of right and wrong. So let's embark on a chronological adventure, from the foraging societies of old to our contemporary fossil-fueled civilization, and forecast what future energy breakthroughs might mean for the morality of tomorrow. In this narrative, you'll uncover the social repercussions among foragers when one of their own tried to rise above the rest, how the agricultural era birthed divinities and monarchies, and why the trajectory of Homo sapiens could lead to our ultimate demise, or our grandest evolution. From egalitarian foragers to hierarchical farmers, the shifting energy landscape. Imagine a tenacious group of foragers navigating their verdant world where food is hunted and gathered, no grocery stores or farms in sight. These early societies imprinted upon us a foundation of egalitarianism. Why? Simply put, there wasn't much surplus to fight over, and any attempt by an individual to dominate was met with resistance or ridicule. 
Every member had to contribute to survival, and sharing was the norm. But there was little room for hoarders or those who sought power. In stark contrast, as agriculture took root and farming communities emerged, society became sorted, stratified. The very act of cultivating the land meant that humans could generate surpluses, which in turn led to storage, property, and ultimately, the inequality of wealth. Our moral codes morphed, accommodating kings and gods as symbolic icons to help maintain the social order in increasingly complex societies. Our fossil-fueled ethics, equality revisited, and the threat to our existence. Fast forward to an age lit by incandescent bulbs, powered by the combustion of ancient sunlight, the era of fossil fuels. This abundant source of energy has once again altered the course of our ethical compass. With industrialization delivering unprecedented wealth, we've seen a resurgence of egalitarian values, similar in sentiment to our forager ancestors, but vastly different in execution and scale. As machines took over much of the manual labor, human roles became more cognitively demanding, requiring a wider pool of educated individuals. This contributed to a push toward greater equality, at least ideologically. But now, as we teeter on the cusp of our planet's limits, acknowledging the whispers of environmental collapse, we face a conundrum. Will we reinvent ourselves as we've done throughout history and discover a new, sustainable energy source that shapes our next moral frontier? Or will we, Homo sapiens, find ourselves fossilized in history, a testament to the perils of unbridled consumption? One thing is clear. As we look ahead to potential energy revolutions, solar, wind, nuclear fusion, we must also ponder the moral metamorphoses that will accompany them. Could a world running on clean, limitless power foster an unprecedented era of global equality and cooperation? Or might it introduce a new set of ethical challenges altogether? These are more than mere speculations. They are glimpses into an almost tangible future that we have the power to sculpt. And as we continue to seek energy in its various forms, so too will our values continue to evolve in a perpetual dance with the resources that fuel our very existence. Part 1. The Ties Between Energy Capture and Moral Evolution Once upon a time, on the outskirts of an ancient village in Greece, an archaeologist noticed an elderly couple trudging along a dusty path. The sight struck him as odd. The husband rode comfortably atop a donkey, while the wife trudged behind, burdened by a hefty sack. One might wonder, why on earth isn't she riding the animal? When queried, the husband's plain reply was, she doesn't have one. This scenario may bewilder those of us accustomed to a world where egalitarian beliefs hold sway. But, you see, this isn't simply a matter of being attuned to fairness. It might very well be rooted in how we obtain our energy. It turns out, our moral frameworks might be intrinsically woven into our energy harvesting methods. Here's the crux. Our values may be intricately linked with our energy-capturing evolution. We've long been trying to decipher and deconstruct human values, attempting to pass out why different societies prioritize different virtues. The author offers a thought-provoking perspective. Perhaps, like genes adapting over millennia, our values have also undergone an evolutionary journey. Evolution typically favors those organisms best adapted to their environment 
allowing their genetic traits to flourish through progeny. Parallel to this, societies thriving with certain values will outlast those clinging to unsuitable or archaic moral codes. The result is a selective endurance of particular values. But what exactly is the environmental barometer for these moral adaptations? It boils down to energy, or to be more precise, the method of energy capture we employ in our societies. As it happens, each unique method of harvesting energy from our surroundings harmonizes best with particular social structures and moral codes. Consider the case of the Greek farmer. It wasn't sheer selfishness that led him to ride while his wife walked. He was embodying the hierarchical ethos typical of agricultural societies. In the same vein, proponents of contemporary fossil fuel-dominated societies don't inherently embody gender equality or democratic values out of sheer virtue. These principles simply mesh well with the societal norms that have arisen from our current means of energy capture. But how did these moral blueprints emerge within early human communities? Let's go back in time and draw the link between the means of capturing energy and the ethical constructs of bygone eras. Part 2. Reflections of Forager Societies Egalitarianism Amidst Natural Violence In our modern world, the idea that less than 1% of people gather their sustenance directly from nature might seem staggering. Yet, rewind the clock to the vast majority of human existence, and you'll find a time when everyone was a forager, dependent on the whims of the wild for their next meal. The foraging lifestyle sculpted some deeply ingrained values, common across all cultures that lived in harmony with the untamed landscape. Here's a fundamental truth. Foragers shunned inequality and hierarchy but accepted violence as an essential part of life. Foragers typically banded together in small, mobile communities, with no fixed abode, and an aversion to material excess. You see, the transient nature of their existence meant that less was often more. Less baggage, more mobility. When it comes to assessing levels of wealth disparity, researchers utilize a metric known as the Gini coefficient. This scale runs from zero, representing absolute equality, to one, indicative of one individual's monopoly over all wealth. Remarkably, foraging societies averaged a Gini score around 0.25, starkly lower than their agricultural or industrially fueled counterparts. But what underpinned this pronounced egalitarianism? In a word, necessity. For a forager, possessions were burdens, and the very act of acquiring food demanded sharing, a survival imperative. Those who deviated from this communal contract, who sought to hoard or dominate, were met with disdain, dismissal, or in dire circumstances lethal force. However, don't mistake this aversion to material inequality for a peaceful utopia. Forager societies were no strangers to bloodshed, with stats revealing that about one in every ten foragers met a violent end in the 20th century. It's clear that in the absence of structured government, disputes were often settled abruptly and brutally. Violence didn't just stem from an absence of state-mediated conflict resolution, but also had a startling evolutionary advantage. Among some forager groups, men who displayed aggression often attained more reproductive opportunities than their more placid peers. What emerges is a portrait of foragers as stalwarts of a frugal equality. 
Yet in a world where violence lurked at the periphery of daily life, an accepted norm within the brutal theatre of survival. Part 3. From Foraging to Farming. The Caloric Revolution and its Social Implications. Imagine a time when the daily toil for sustenance was just a few hours, hunting and gathering beneath the open sky. This was the reality for our foraging forebears. Though their lives were often short, with an average life expectancy around 25, they also lived within the constraints of nature's larder, never taking more than about 5,000 kilocalories each day. But around 7,000 BC, the seeds of change were sown, quite literally. As these foragers began to replant wheat and domesticate animals, they set the stage for a profound transformation, the advent of agriculture. And with this new way of capturing energy, the building blocks of civilization were laid. Here is the pivotal realization. With farming came more energy, more children, and the first large-scale societies. Farming wasn't uniform across histories and geographies, but a common pattern emerged among those who embraced it. Many farming societies flourished in fertile regions or along the banks of life-giving rivers like the Euphrates, Tigris, and Nile. It was along these waterways that humanity's first cities rose, bringing thousands of individuals together in unprecedented congregations. In terms of energy production, agriculture was a game-changer. By 4000 BC, farmers in regions like Mesopotamia and Egypt were harvesting up to 10,000 kilocalories daily. Yet, this bounty came at a price, grueling labor under the relentless sun. A single farmer could never manage the vast work alone, making large families a necessity. With an average of seven kids per household, farms buzzed with activity. Still, even this wasn't enough. Many societies turned to wage laborers, and regrettably, to the shackles of slavery to meet the demands of the land. Alongside this increased labor force was a stark gendered delineation of roles. Without exception, farming societies cultivated the belief that men should tend the fields, while women remained guardians of hearth and home. This universal division of labor is a striking testament to the formative power of farming on social structures, slavery, gender inequality, and relentless toil. The ledger of agriculture may seem fraught with inequities. Yet, it's through understanding these founding values that we can trace the trajectory of human societies. Let's explore how these agricultural principles have shaped and in turn been shaped by the ever-evolving human condition. Part 4. The Dawn of Hierarchy. How Farming Reshaped Societal Values and Violence. Visualize yourself as an early agrarian, basking in the temperate climes of a region like Mesopotamia. You rise with the sun, your days consumed by the toil of cultivation, your wife entrenched in homestead duties, myriad children underfoot. This isn't just a daily routine. It's a blueprint for a collective value system. Let's excavate the core of these values. Farming societies were strongly hierarchical and viewed violence with greater disdain than their foraging predecessors. Where energy capture exceeded 10,000 kilocalories per day, a notable pattern emerged. An elite cadre invariably snapped up the reins of power, 
monitoring and manipulating the masses, underpinned by the markets they forged. And who presided over this assemblage of power? An often godlike figure, elevated by divine sanction. Through the prism of religion, farmers found means to validate and sanctify the social pecking order. There was a broad consensus, or at least resignation, to a divinely ordained stratification, a sentiment crystallized in the notable Gini coefficient of 0.45 among farming societies. To translate the upper echelon, 10% of the population, harnessed a staggering 80% of total wealth. Yet, in this establishment of rank, a tenuous benefit emerged, shaping their stance on violence. Centralized authority, veiled with celestial clout, wielded the power to deter conflict. Leadership had a vested interest in maintaining peace, or the semblance of it, to ensure uninterrupted labor, the cornerstone of their economy. Hard work and the generation of material wealth became the mantra for farmers, a prerequisite for survival and securing a future for their progeny. This accumulation of wealth also amplified gender disparities, as men, coveting certainty in their lineage, placed a premium on female purity, further ensconcing women in subordinate roles. For nearly nine millennia, the agricultural moral compass dominated until the seismic shift brought upon by the exploitation of fossil fuels. Let's peer into the transformative impact of this energy source on the values of societies around the world. Part 5. The Energy Bonanza and the Ascendance of Fossil Fuel Societies Embark on a journey to Northwest Europe in the latter part of the 17th century, where coal miners stumbled upon a revelation that would remap the world, coal as a powerhouse of energy. This was an opportunity on an industrial scale. A latticework of inventions and innovations had begun to weave the fabric of an entirely new society. Central to this story of transformation is the steam engine. Patented in 1776, it became the fulcrum around which industry pivoted, catapulting Western nations to global economic supremacy by the dawn of World War I. With this newfound prowess, they commandeered a vast majority of the world's territory. The age of fossil fuels had assumed the mantle of defining an epoch. Here lies the essence of their success. Fossil fuel societies flourished by capturing massive amounts of energy. The steam engine's legacy paved the way for rapid industrialization, birthing invention after invention, each amplifying production capacities and, by extension, profits. Prosperity beckoned, and people heeded the call leaving behind rural settlements for the promise of wages within factory walls. It was an economic renaissance, a magnetic transformation that drew societies together into bustling urban centers. The ensuing industrial cycle proliferated markets on an unprecedented scale. Products were mass-produced with a new mantra, quality and affordability, sparking an ascension in living standards previously unimaginable. And so, fossil fuel users honed their craft. From coal to the exploration of hydrocarbons and offshore drilling, energy capture, efficiency soared from approximately 38,000 kilocalories per day in the advent of coal to an extraordinary 230,000 kilocalories daily by the 1970s. 
Such an expansive surge in energy necessitated new frameworks to manage and distribute this wealth. Industries and financial institutions bloomed overnight, creating opportunities and occupations at a dizzying rate. The ripple effects extended beyond mere corporate growth. The global population burgeoned, with the number of souls calling Earth home leaping exponentially, from 1 billion in 1800 to 6 billion just two centuries later. And with this population explosion came vigor and vitality. Compared to their great-grandparents, people today stand taller and live longer, testaments to the nurturing embrace of a society powered by fossil fuels. But what does this colossal leap in energy capture and heightened quality of life signal for the values held by those within fossil fuel-driven societies? Let us delve into the moral fabric of this new world, forged by the fires of fossil fuels. Part 6. The Pursuit of Equality and Peace in the Fossil Fuel Era As we navigate the complex tapestry of today's world values, there's a remarkable thread of consistency. From corners far and wide, a majority embraces the tenets of democracy, gender equality, and peace. Surveys spanning the globe echo this sentiment. A notable 80% of individuals across various nations support democratic governance. Similarly, an astounding 86% advocate for gender equality. And when it comes to conflict, an overwhelming 69% uphold pacifism over violence. This uniformity in moral ethos is not coincidental. It's a testament to the transformative power of fossil fuels on societal norms. Central to this transformation, fossil fuel societies value equality and prefer peace over violence. With fossil fuels taking the reins in the 18th century, there's been dramatic fluctuation in wealth distribution, indicated by shifts in Gini coefficient. Case in point, France's towering 0.61 Gini score around 1860 contrasted sharply with the United States' more moderate 0.36 score a century later. Yet throughout these variances, the global trajectory has bent toward less inequality compared to agrarian times. This movement toward equity isn't without reason. The age of fossil fuels has ushered in a capacity for generous worker compensation, obviating the need for rigid societal stratifications. This economic liberation has lent itself to leveling societal structures in terms of both class and gender. Several factors feed into this paradigm. Firstly, the significant strides in health mean fewer children are needed to ensure family continuity. The imperative for large families to work the land, a hallmark of the agricultural epoch, has vanished. Women thus have taken up the mantle of workforce contributors before and after child-rearing years, augmenting household income and fostering economic independence. Without the insistent drumbeat of religious doctrine, the reign of a divinely appointed ruler starts to crumble, paving the way for more egalitarian political structures. It's a conducive environment for democracy, favorable for active market participation, mobility, and efficiency. Nevertheless, the progression toward nonviolence and fairness isn't instantaneous or universal, as evidenced by China. Since opening its doors in the 1980s, China has charted an accelerated path of economic expansion. But with rapid development comes substantial fallout, environmental degradation, rampant corruption, and occasional eruptions of civil unrest. 
Herein lies a critical insight into the truths of our era, that while the tides of fossil fuels have shifted society towards equalitarian ideals and peaceful resolves, the journey is complex, and its full realization often remains a work in progress in various parts of the globe. Part 7. The Shape of Tomorrow. Anticipating value shifts amid technological progress. We stand today as witnesses to the profound impact fossil fuels have had on societal formations and moral compasses. Yet, with the relentless march of technology in energy capture and beyond, we're poised at the brink of an entirely new world. This begs the question, as our world transforms, how will our values evolve in response? Enter the soothing scenario, which envisions a future where economic and political growth in countries like China and India catalyzes an embrace of freedom and democratic values. It's a compelling, optimistic outlook. But is it the trajectory we're truly on? Here's what we can anticipate. We don't know exactly how technological advancements will change our values, but we can be sure that they will. There's already evidence leaning in favor of the soothing scenario. Regions such as Japan, South Korea, and Taiwan showcase substantial shifts toward liberal values post-1945. On the flip side, some scholars argue the opposite, suggesting that the widespread adoption of Western ideals in Asia is largely a consequence of the West's current hegemony. They theorize that as the East rises, it may reciprocally influence the West, leading to a process of Chineseification. This perspective isn't without merit. Should development rates remain constant, the acceleration of Eastern societies is poised to surpass that of the West by 2103. Yet, projecting such a steady trajectory is likely too conservative. The pace of development is expected to quicken dramatically. Modest projections posit that our energy capture capacity could climb to nearly 1 million kilocalories per person per day by 2103. Cities could swell to house populations of 140 million residents. Life expectancy in developed nations might vault beyond a century. In such a world, we may find ourselves cybernetically enhanced, with computer chips as integral parts of our biology. Imagine a world with sufficient energy to sustain everyone. A utopia devoid of hierarchy, where the mere thought of violence is rendered obsolete by the shared strength technology provides. Nevertheless, this vision hinges on equal access to technological advancements. Should disparities persist, the resulting divide could spur a new class of empowered post-humans, relegating ordinary homo sapiens to the annals of history. While predictions may err in details, one proclamation stands resolute. The humans of tomorrow will differ significantly from the humans of today, and the values they'll uphold. Those will be the ideals that best ensure their prosperity in the unfolding narrative of human evolution. Final Summary In the tapestry of human civilization, the thread of energy capture weaves its way through the fabric of our values, shaping the pattern of societal norms and morals. Our journey across epochs reveals a dynamic interplay between the ways we harness energy and the ethical principles we espouse. For the roaming foragers, a spirit of egalitarianism prevailed, yet their world was not without violence. As they wandered in search of sustenance, 
They embodied an ethic of sharing, but dispute was often settled by force. Transitioning to the agricultural age, farmers established hierarchies as steep as their tilled fields, and while they harbored distaste for violence, inequality became a defining trait. Fast forward to the present, and we, the users of fossil fuels, uphold equality and lean towards peaceful resolutions. The abundance provided by coal, oil, and natural gas has not only powered industries, but also empowered ideals of fairness and nonviolence. As we stand at the precipice of the future, gazing into a horizon teeming with technological advancement, there lies an inescapable constant. The values of tomorrow will inevitably adapt to maximize prosperity within the context of the new energy paradigms. Like wayfarers adjusting to the terrain, our collective morality will shift to navigate the landscapes of change, ensuring that society continues to thrive. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.